Alright. Start transferring tape 5. Saturday, April 13th, year 2013. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Oh, wow. Common sense person, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Oh, wow. And I have seen this quote before. I wonder if it's one that floats around in different people's names, okay. wind up on it. Uh -huh. There are a couple of Christmas ones that are attributed to at least half a dozen people. So I don't know, but it, I think it's a great quote. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about the early bird, but <laughs> poor worm. Poor worm. Yeah. Okay. So we got that one. Now you have baseball or your presidential question. Baseball. Baseball. This one is right in your ballpark. 1941 yep. was a big year for Joe DiMaggio and Ted Williams. Yep. What did they do? Ted, Ted Williams was batted four six, and Joe DiMaggio with a 56 game hitting streak. There we go. I knew it. I knew it. I am so enamored with you. You are Aww. such a hoot. Really? Okay. That's good. That's good. I knew you knew it. You, you know everything. I mean, things like that, statistics, and especially the high-profile players, my gosh. I wish they knew how much you knew them. Oh. Okay, now we're down to your presidential question. All right. This one's fun. Ooh, ooh, this one's fun. We talked about the draft being resurrected in September 1940. Right. On October 29th, 1940, President Roosevelt read the first number. Right. What was the number? I don't remember. I will tell you, and don't forget, okay? okay? All right. The number was 158. 158, wow. Yeah. And here's, here's your little paragraph. To process the registrations and administer the draft, local draft boards were set up from coast to coast. Each of the 6,443 boards assigned each of the registrants in its district a number. Then a national lottery was held to rank the registrants. In Washington newspapers, numbers 1 through 7,836 printed on them were put in capsules. This was in Washington, D.C., one number in each capsule, and then the capsules were dumped into a fishbowl. The capsules were stirred with a wooden spoon. Can you imagine? Wow. Um, it was fashioned from a part of a beam from Philadelphia's Independence Hall. Boy, they were big on ceremony in the, yeah. those days, weren't they? Yeah. Finally, the capsules were drawn from the bowl by one, by one of the people there um, to establish the draft order. In a predictable photo opportunity staged on Lottery Day, October 29, 1940, a blindfolded Secretary of War, Henry Stinson, reached into the bowl and pulled out the first capsule. From a nearby podium, Franklin Roosevelt announced the number drawn once. 58. So across the country, 6,175 young men who held that number in their individual boards 
were in the army. I did not know how that's how it worked. Oh wow! So I, I didn't know it either. Yeah. It sounds like a reasonable system. Wow! wow. So wow. I also have requirements somewhere. Like they had to be eighteen to thirty-five, I think. Okay, let me see here. Age requirements, World War Two. Okay, height. Okay, we don't have that. I wonder if I put it somewhere else. Draft. There we go. In the draft. Okay. Um, one hundred and fifty-eight classified for F. We had to between eighteen and thirty-seven. They had to, gosh, I thought I had it in front of me. I know they, I did. It had to be 105 pounds. Hold on. Ah, here we go. Okay. Man had to be at least five feet tall, no taller than six and a half. I'm assuming wow. six and a half feet, wow. which would be six foot six. Um. At least 105 pounds, have vision that could be corrected with glasses, have at least half his teeth, not be convicted of a crime, and be able to read and write. Later in the war, they dropped the read and write. You did not have to be literate in order to be drafted. So, now I had some information about women in the draft, and I thought it was kind of interesting that. The guys had to be 105 pounds, but the women had to be 100 pounds. Oh. No less, no less than. Uh -huh. Isn't that cool? Nice. Interesting. I I just thought it was, you know, Very an nice. interesting. No husbands, no kids. But see, I didn't, think, I didn't. I didn't think women got drafted. I think they were all volunteer. They were. Yeah. They were. They did not get drafted, but in order to be accepted into the military. They had to be a minimum of 100 pounds, over five feet tall. Um, this is from my brain. Yep. Mm, unmarried, of course. And the age went up to, I believe, into the 40s. Yeah, because I think they were looking for nurses, especially. Mm -hmm. They always seem to be short nurses. Always. Yeah. Well, that was stuff. For it, let's see, brand produced down um, plus six months. During uh, drafting continued throughout the war, though a lot changed from that first round in 1940. Among the obvious changes were the expansion of age to include men from 18 to 37. I don't know what the original was. Was it 18 to 25? 35. It was 35. Mm -hmm. In the in the beginning, beginning. Mm -hmm. hmm. What do you know? I think okay. it, I thought it remained during deception were uh, the maritime. If you were part of the maritime, then they got into your forties or later. Uh huh. Huh. Okay. Hmm. Well, if if you could cough and have a hernia, you got four F. You couldn't couldn't flat, create a hernia. Or Frank Sinatra had flat feet. Flat feet, yeah. right? Couldn't go in with flat feet. Um, elimination of restrictions in the world where um, a man could be sent. Apparently, I don't know how and why. Why would a man 
not be allowed to go to particular parts of the world. Well, maybe race or something. I don't know. Oh, that's a thought. I hadn't you know, thought about I mean, that. You know, if, if maybe somebody was, was uh, you know, a certain type of ethnicity, maybe they didn't want them in the same combat field. Mm-hmm. It would be hard to distinguish. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just going to But maybe that's not the case, you know. Well, because I imagine a lot of people who German and Italian descent. They wouldn't necessarily have any problem sending them over to fight in Germany and Italian, I don't think. So, I don't know, Patricia. I have to do more homework? We'll wait until next year. Uh, I think, well, we'll, 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 we will appoint a family member to, we'll appoint Dan. Oh, there we, I'm getting really good at assigning yeah. homework. Yeah. Oh, boy, am I getting email, good at that. Email Dan, let him know he has a, when he wakes up, he can see a little note that he has a new homework assignment. He has a new homework assignment. <laughs> oh, you are so bad. You are so bad. I'm going to start getting smart. You already uh, we, are we've smart. Been, well, we've been doing this for three plus years. Yes. So that means we've already completed three years, and now we're into our fourth. Is that correct? Uh-huh. So when I go back, well, 2010, 11, 12, yeah, okay. When I go back to 2010 when we started, mm-hmm. I've got all of these great notes for the entire year, and they're four years old, and nobody but you is going to remember <laughs> that I did them. You find that amusing? I think it's quite creative. I think it's a wonderful idea, but I think it was so obvious that only you or Wong can remember this stuff. Well, you would. I think that's cute. Well, all right. Next week, I'm going to pull some stuff that we talked about four years ago. Okay. And I will mix it up with stuff that's new. And you tell me which is old and which is new. If I get all of it right? Yeah, you can leave on your trip early. <laughs> <laughs> we can pick the warmest place and go there early. All right. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, let's see here. Hello there, you're on the air. Did I hear someone call? Yes, we, oh. ass- <laughs> we assigned you a new homework assignment. You haven't heard about that. I didn't do it. I did. What are you telling him to do? What's his homework assignment? This is Dan in Indiana, yeah. who is our librarian, university librarian, so he gets the bulk of the homework. Dan, this is what we're wondering. Patricia said there was restrictions where they sent certain people to, to for combat duties. In other words, you know, they, they would restrict certain people for going to certain parts of the world. So we want to know why. Okay. And this was during World War II? Yeah, correct. We were talking about the draft and uh, how the guys were inducted. And according to the information, the further into the war they got, the fewer restrictions. Um, They were overlooking some physical restrictions that had been in place originally. They loosened up on the literacy restriction or the requirement for being able to read and write. And one of the comments was that they relaxed restrictions on destinations in the world where where soldiers were sent in the world. Um, now I have to go get my 
<laughs> Don't go away. Draft because I put it away. Let me see. <laughs> you guys are so patient. Alrighty, 1941. Okay, it says, drafting continued through the war, though a lot changed after that first round in 1940. Among the obvious changes were the expansion of the age range to include men from 18 to 37, the elimination of restrictions on where in the world a man could be sent, the growth of the enlistment term to the duration of the war plus six months. Wow and a growing tendency to overlook physical shortcomings. They had already dispensed with the literacy. Um, so when they talk about elimination of restrictions on where in the world a man could be sent, we don't know what that means and why. Yeah, okay, okay, sounds good. Do, do you have that in a, in a document? Or yeah, I sure do. I sure do. I'll email it to you. Okay, sounds great. All right. All right. I think that's All right. I tell you, I don't think I've ever taken a reference question at five in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, do we get a prize for that? I'll give you a prize. <laughs> He's going to give us waffles when we show up in the front door. Yeah, I keep hearing about this trip. You're uh, yeah, I know. planning a trip. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll we told you you're on our late spring and early summer because, yeah, I mean, that's how I'm going to get my bourbon balls. Well, uh, well you can order bourbon balls anytime now. It's not a, you've got a website, you know, you've got a, yeah, but you know, you can have bourbon not balls. But, 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 but Patricia wants a fresh right out of the oven. It's not the same, Dan. <laughs> I'm just going to have to make sure she doesn't drive those days she, she eats the stuff. That's all. <laughs> a little sensitive, you know. <laughs> well, I don't know. Dan, we've been telling you about this trip and, and where you are in the lineup and that we're going to come visit you and you're going to put us up and you're not going to cook for us. You're going to make us go out and eat. I guess. Yeah, I, I just wasn't sure when it was going to happen. Neither are we. Okay, okay. We're having the fun of planning a trip, then we got to worry about the month, the financing of it. Ah, uh, yes. You know, yes. that's... Everyone thinks think Bill Bragg to fund the project. I, I, I can really tell, I can really see what Bill's expression is going to be when I let him know that we're sticking him with the gas bill. That's right. He ain't going on the trip, you know? Are you are you familiar with an elder hostel? Uh, Excuse me. <laughs> Boy, you mentioned elder and she gets hostile. I know, I know. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> That's good. That's good. No, I ain't old enough to qualify for that. Well, doggone it. Do they have a younger hostel? I'm sure there's people get hostile when they get yeah. Well. They get cranky. I got. They get, yeah, I, they get cranky. Yes. What we, we got. Well, we, 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 we got Patricia's car. We got her whole Toyota baby. I just gotta come up with the gas money. Ah, yes. You know. Yeah, Especially yeah. four dollars a gallon. It's gonna. We're gonna be burning quite a bit of it over the next. Over. How long is it gonna take us to visit everybody, Patricia? 
Well, I think we better pack a lot of clothes. And, and, and I'm assuming we're not going to just spend one day with everybody. Some are going to be longer than others. So. We, we have to make sure we have washing machines at our pit stop. <laughs> <laughs> For creeks, one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or creeks with a rock. You're right. Yeah. Beat the clothes. Yeah. Yeah, little cells nap to, to rub on them. This is good. So, so what, what? Okay, with you basically living on opposite coast, with Walden in yeah. Hawaii, and with Walden uh, halfway in Hawaii. Yeah. Here, uh, right. Is uh, Walden coming to Florida? I think so. I think I, I I think I should fly to Florida because I think it's easier to get to Indiana and all those places from Florida. Yeah. Notice what he mentioned first. Do what now? Notice what he mentioned first. Indiana. Well, I mean, we could go see Nolan first. Well, then we better tell people that this is a magical trip. You know, it's not... No, I want everybody... Unless you're going without me. I I want everybody to be on guard. This is going to be good for the next 10 years. That's going to wonder until we show up. Uh Uh-huh. You want to keep them on their toes. Uh Uh-huh. And keep the larder filled and... The waffle iron hot. Uh-huh. I it, don't know. It's going to happen. He says it's going to happen, Dan. We'll let you know in advance. <laughs> no, no, we're not. We're just going to show oh, up. We're just every- going to show up on his doorstep? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? Now, I don't share these things. I, I swear to people, without their permission, I would never, ever share their Email. I mean, I would I would send an email to you if you needed to yeah. contact one of them. But that that's it. I don't give out emails. I don't give out home addresses. But I have them. That's I know me. where they are, Walden. That's for me. I know where this whole gang lives. I know. Like, wouldn't it be fun to get you? Not and I ha- and and I have a GPS. Yeah. All I have to do is plug in the address, yeah. and it'll get us there. You're doomed. You know, it, Dan, you're doomed. Wouldn't it be fun to plug everybody's address and see how many miles it would take us? <laughs> <laughs> a planning route, planning route. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We could, we could you know, a, Dan is awfully quiet over there. Dan is really we, okay. We're not going to do this. No, yes, we are. We're going to put map quest. Really? Oh, I don't have to do that. I mean, really, if I, if I put it into the GPS, it'll ask me, where I want to go, I'll put in the address, and it comes up on the bottom. It says planning route, planning route, yeah, planning yeah. route, and then it pops up, and it shows me yeah. how many hours, how many miles, yeah. what the map is, the the, the road map to get there. So, Dan is awfully quiet now, over you, there. Now, you think we should notify the family ahead of time before we show up, or we just show up? I think you better notify me. Well, I'll do that, because you got to drive. I'm, yeah, I've got the car. Yeah. And she's pretty good on gas. I get a lot of mileage out of gas. Well, gas is down to 348 here today. So I should start stockpiling, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it never hurts. You never know when gas Never hurts. Haul a couple of gallons at a time up here. Now, should I find some gift cards? So that way we eat at Waffle Houses on the way? Oh, would you do that? Of course. Way to go. Well, I know but, what cake you go in at breakfast, so if I'm feeding you, you know, morning, noon, and night breakfast, mm-hmm. it won't be fine. 
good. Do you have Waffle Houses up there, Dan? We have Waffle Houses all, almost at every exit, it seems like. They, they cut back. We used to have a Waffle House, as you say, on the interstate. I don't know about I-95, but over here on this side of the state on I-75. Every, every, and I-10 as well, every exit had a Waffle House. If you passed, and I say every exit, if you passed an exit that didn't have a Waffle House, you didn't even want to bother to get off because there probably wasn't even a gas station there. And now they took down, oh my gosh, I don't know how many. I have to drive 25 or 30 miles before I see one. Wow. We had an exit that had what I call dueling Waffle Houses, one on each side. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think they would ever let something like that happen. I don't know. I, I just, I never understood how they could have two Waffle Houses on one exit. Yeah. They sure wow. did. One then turned into a Perkins, and uh, the other one is uh, still there. But, um, yeah, I, well, you know, we have a street that has uh, dueling, um, gas stations, and I guess it's a heavily traveled road in Louisville, and they don't want people crossing, you know, um, traffic, so they put one on either side for what is the, morning what is, and the evening commute. What is the brand? I, it's a local brand. It's a Thornton's. Isn't that interesting? And a local brand. I mean, I mean wow. That, they, this is... Uh, they started here about 20 years ago, and they really, I think they've expanded up into Chicago, mm -hmm. and maybe down to about Nashville. But they're a great little uh, gas station, you know, convenience market. But uh, So the, price, the prices are identical each time? Usually. I mean, I think sometimes there's a little bit of a, you know, a delay in, changing of the prices, but yeah, uh, you know, um, trying to remember, I, do you have uh, Speedways? Yes, there? yes we do. Yeah, they've uh, installed electronic signs up here, and mm -hmm. I know change and ask one of the cashiers who said, oh, you're getting a new sign, and the cashier said, oh yeah, they now uh, can change the uh, price of gasoline back at uh, the corporate headquarters. Oh, I uh, uh, my, uh, yeah. my I had a friend who had the GPS system. It was so smart. They could tell him the the station gas prices every time he passed by a filling station. So that way he can look and see what which one to go get gas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they you know yeah. they'll be up to date all the time. Yeah, the the gas system, I guess. Yeah. 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 Did you have a question about interstates earlier? Yes. What Edwin was asking the difference between tollways, freeways, expressways, and what was the other one? Highway, freeway, Highway. street. What's the difference between each one of them? Well, an interstate highway, you know, is basically copied uh, off the uh, German Autobahn. Mm-hmm. And basically, uh, an interstate will not, it is a highway that has limited access, you know, usually a fence uh, roadway and has on an off-ramp. 
expecting a crossroads, you know. Right. Which, you know, that's basically that answer right there. So, and I think anything else, I think it's pretty much up for grabs. Well, his homework assignment is to define all of the terms. Wow. I know. You know, he asked the question. I'm not going to do homework for you guys anymore. That's right. See? Now, the, the one hazard is, as teachers have found out, and maybe this is part of the engineering, that if you do this too often, when someone asks a question and the answer is, oh, what a great question, look it up. Sometimes you stop getting questions. So I have to be a little bit more judicious. Yes, you do. You, you do. I do. Thank you. Thank you. But, but you still have your homework. I'll be more judicious starting next week. You you have such a great questions and you do such great research. It just keeps the program rolling along. That's why you have so many people tuning in. You know, they think, well, what is she going to talk about tonight? Mm -hmm. What she found for us? She found lots of good stuff. She does. She does. I mean, your your ratings are higher than Univision right now. For <laughs> <at> NBC. <laughs> You're funny. Well, can you get us a job? Well, I, what kind of job do you want? I don't know. In, in broadcasting, we have to go as a team here. That's right. Whenever she goes, I go. You know? Whither thou goest. Yes. Whither thou goest. I mean, how many people would tell you that March 13th was National Earmuffs Day? Well, I tell you, it was cold. Today. It could have been National Earmuffs Day here, too, with that darn north wind. Mm. Oh, my gosh. It doesn't matter what the temperature is. If the wind comes out of the north, it's cold. It is cold. It, it is north cold. But they're saying it's going to be 80 here today. So we have spring on the way. My goodness. Your poor plants and flowers are going to be so confused. Well, we, we just had... Our forsythias blooming here, which is pretty late for this. Well, they said basically we're about three weeks behind from what we were uh, last year at this time. So I forgot about forsythias. Oh, pretty yellow flowers all over the place. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. I love it. And they don't have any scent, do they? Uh, not. I don't recall that they do. Yeah, I I, I can't remember. Okay, would you put that on your homework list, please? What, scent? Yeah, yeah stick, your, stick your nose in a forsythia bush, please. <laughs> I can just stick my nose in one. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure, that's that, all. That's called that call R&D. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's quality control. <laughs> I don't know, that, I think that one's up for grabs. <laughs> <clears throat> That's true. R&D, I uh -huh. think, yeah, the research part at yeah. least. I don't know if we can develop anything better than nature has created with the forsythia yeah. bushes. Yeah. Right Good stuff. The, um, special effects. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, well, I'm going to let you go. I, I just kind of was waking up here and I uh, I heard my name. Uh, aren't we the only show in town you can turn on, talk to, go bed, and wake up, and we're still there? That's pretty good, huh? That's right. We need. And Fred was going to serve coffee. I don't know. 
Almost He's six late. o'clock. Yeah, he is. He's late. What is he called? That's true. Yeah. Very happy to hear from him. Because we get worried about our gang. That's true. Well, we had a bunch of old-timers call in from Charles and Ken. There's three that called in. They haven't called in a while. That's right. Good. That's right. Um, all right. I'll give you one more piece of information before you go. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's really pretty cool stuff because now you've complimented me on having information ready for you. This is very important. A chicken will lay bigger and stronger eggs if you change the lighting in such a way as to make the chicken think it's a 24-hour day. I'm sorry, a 28-hour day. Wait a minute, wait a minute. How does he know it's 28 hours when she's only used to 24? Well, because you're going to adjust the lighting and pretend like the sun is up for 12 hours and it's dark for 12 hours. That's what we do when it's on a 24-hour clock. But now we're going to do 14, 14 daylight hours and 14 nighttime hours. But you have to have them in a place where they don't have any natural sunlight, I guess. Huh. You just have to put them on a 28-hour cycle, and they'll make bigger and eggs, bigger and hey, stronger Hey, you can't eggs. go to bed yet. Why, would you, you, why would you want a stronger egg? Yeah, you can't go to bed yet. you got to stay up another four more hours. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So as long as they think it's a 24-hour, 28-hour uh, day, they will lay bigger eggs for you. Hello. So you don't want to check off a hand. There's nothing that matters than a <laughs> There's no, nothing worse than a mad hen. <laughs> or unless it's a wet one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, oh, gosh. No, you do realize they talk. They gossip. They call what? You do realize hens talk and gossip. Oh, yeah. You they know, do. What do they talk about? You've heard about these hen parties, haven't you? Of course. Ooh. You gotta watch out for them. Mm. They'll, they'll sneak around your feet and they'll trip you. You know how you, you do understand how stupid I'm playing here, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get into that one in a heartbeat. Oh god! Not in a heartbeat. Okay. Well, you can report in next week with your homework if that would be okay with you. I will do my best. Excellent. I'm going to have like 14 hour days coming up here pretty soon. Yeah, you're going to. Yeah, well, you're, but you're in the right place. We're asking for research questions, so you don't have to make a special trip. That's oh, right. that was good, Walton, Ooh, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just <laughs> lay it on thick. I like that. Particular. I am right up there. Yeah. That's right. All right. Well, you, well, you have a great day today. I'm glad it's going to be warm. And um, have a super week. Thanks. All right, Dan. Bye-bye. Bye. Are you still there? I sure am. Am I still here? You are. Did you know ants have graveyards? No. Well, I thought that was pretty stupid, so I actually researched it. <laughs> you know? You guys aren't the only ones who can have homework. I can have homework, too. They really do. They, oh, you know, not, not in the sense where they don't hold funerals or ceremonies, you know. Yeah. But they 
will not allow a dead ant within a particular perimeter of the nest because there's a risk of contaminating the nest, either with bacteria or, you know, gases and stuff like that. So when they come across a dead ant or one dies in the nest, they will work to get it out and they'll put it off in a corner somewhere. Wow. I no, didn't know that. I knew that. Yeah, and I thought, isn't that stupid? Only, only my Patricia could worry about... Can you, can you imagine? No. Yeah. No. All right. Super. A full-grown bear. This is your last item for tonight. Mm -hmm. A full-grown bear can run as fast as a horse. That's pretty fast. And I believe it. I don't want to bother to find out. I don't know if it's an old horse or a young horse, but anything that can run close to the speed of a horse. You know, you, you, there are animals. You just cannot run away from animals. No. They'll catch you. They've got four legs to work with. Yeah. Unfair advantage. I agree. Yeah. Talk to nature. Yeah. Get her phone number. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm finished. I am just pooped out. All righty. Are we ready? Let's go. That means we have to say goodnight. We do. You think we can do that? Yeah. Another night. All gone already. I know. We did it. Gee whiz. Go ahead. There's our theme song. There we go. There we go. Good night, everybody. We'll be here next week. And thank you for being with us. It's time. Good night, Walden. It's been fun. Good night, Patricia. We love you all very much, very much out there, and I'll talk to you tomorrow with John and Lori, Jasmine, and Dick Van Patten. Good night, everybody. It's time to wind up the masquerade. Just make your mind. The piper must be paid. The party's over. The candles flicker and dim. You danced and dreamed through the night. It seemed to be right. Just being with him Now you must wake up All dreams must end Take off your makeup The party's over Jaws for Windows and Red Cloud of Skype. Register plus H for a list of Jaws hotkeys that can be used within Skype. Skype trademark 19 Walden.news. Search call landline and mobile worldwide. Search, search page. Skype status online. Search edit. Tab. Take off.
app, recent 19 news app, favorites, Radka app, close button app, all changed app, mill rack, opt app, high congress app, save group app, profile button, menu escape, leave app, task app, notification app, show desktop app, set Oh, Outlook 2010. Oh, open book Ruby. Oh, Outlook 20 Enter. Opening Microsoft Outlook. Inbox personal folders. Control Y. Go to bulk level one. Set item. Deleted up calendar. Contact journal. Jugim notes. Outbox. RSS. Search full. Suggested tasks. Level Z. Enter. List tab. Walden tab. Daviour tab. Blank tab. Walden tab. Submit search tab. Mail inbox. Five Enter. List box unread. Jerry advantages me. Archives catalog on the website. Saturday 21 p.m. 41 kb.